0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now, here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Welcome to Elijah Streams. It is Wednesday morning, January 10, 2023. We're actually recording this the afternoon before. It's actually 2 p.m. on Tuesday. Uh, we're going to bring in Lou Engel here in just a few moments and we're we'll talk about uh, quite a few different things. It's going to be very interesting. We're going to get an update on the million women on the mall how that how far that project is coming along and it's uh, about the big event that's happening in october of this year now so i think that's all we have we want to run a quick reminder about the beautiful wells you are digging uh, with us in partnership so let's without further delay here here's that her day starts around 7 a.m
2: After getting dressed, she washes her face using whatever water she has left over from the night before. The rest of her morning is filled with chores. She sweeps, works in the garden, and weaves mats. Her favorite thing to do in the morning is make a hot cup of tea. One of the highlights of her day is seeing her neighbors and friends that pass by. It can get lonely being by yourself. Jaja Goretti is fortunate to have a water source in her village because of Elijah's Streams. Her friends and neighbors help her collect water so she can enjoy her cup of tea and care for herself. But that's not the case for everyone. Not everyone has access to a clean water source in their village. Not everyone has someone to help them. You could be that someone. By donating towards the drilling of clean water wells in Uganda, you are helping thousands of people. You are giving them safe, clean drinking water.
1: Uh, We thank you so much for your donating into these wells. Uh, When you send in money, of course, it supports this ministry, first and foremost, to bring the profits and, We've told people a number of times that, that when we bring a prophetic guest on, we always sow into their ministry as a result of doing that. So it's not just them but giving their time, and then we give nothing back. So we, when you support us, we're, you're actually supporting all of the uh, prophetic uh, prophets that we bring on. And then, uh, of course, then overflow goes into the water wells and different water projects we're doing across the United States as well. So more and more stories are coming. We're working on them. Uh, it's taking a little longer to ramp up than I want, but um, going to be great stories this year. It's going to be so fun to show these all to you, what's what's happening. So thank you so much for that. All right, time to bring in Lou Engel here. So here's Lou. Lou Engel, good to see you. Uh, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to this update because this event is coming at the end in October. Which is going to come fast and furious, so that makes it like nine months from now or something like that, right? Yes, yeah. Give us an update. Where are we on the whole thing, and maybe recap what it is too, so for new people that are watching right now.
3: Well, thanks, thanks again, Steve, for having me on. It's great to see my friend a- Andrew Whalen. Uh, yeah. On your list of prophets, he's, he's a remarkable uh, a remarkable young man, and
2: he's he <laughs> recently is. had
3: a pretty powerful dream about uh, uh, the presidency and. It's pretty remarkable, but yeah. Oh. I'll give you a, a, a recap for those um uh, who may not know. It was in 2017 where President Trump uh had been elected, and at that time witches rose up worldwide on one day, and then every new moon they committed worldwide to rise up to curse President Trump. You've got to ask the question.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah
3: seriously, it's not so much even about the man, even though he's an embodiment of some kind of message. It is the platform. Yes. It was the platform that he was carrying that the witchcraft could not bear. Little did they realize, or maybe they realized more than we even realized, that he would be the president who would give us three judges who would end Roe v. Wade.
1: Yeah. And since
3: that thousands of babies have been saved in these states sometimes we're thinking well we really didn't shift anything you wonder what manner of child what manner of children these are that have been saved there is yeah. always a deliverer being prepared when when the the pharaohs of this world release their stuff and i i frankly believe he was our Wilberforce i remember i'm just going off track yeah. It was in 2003. I was reading a book uh, on William Wilberforce, the man, the parliamentarian who ended the slave trade. I was reading that book, and I'll never forget. As I was reading, I read it I, I, one paragraph, and the Spirit of God fell on me in the plate. I began weeping and said, the Lord said, you're going to raise up a prayer movement to end abortion in America. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. It, it, was, it was raised up. Cindy Jacobs gave me a word. If you don't leave all those lead, all those kids that came to the call, if you don't lead them to stand in front of the Supreme Court, God will remove you and Whoa. put someone else in your place.
1: Wow, now that's an intense word, isn't it? Oh my I goodness. said to
3: Cindy, I gotta hear that from God.
1: Yeah.
3: And then we had the dreams. We gathered 50 days and 50 nights in Colorado Springs to pray and fast for a pro-life president to give us pro-life judges, and that began an 18-year journey, standing in front of the Supreme Court with life tape on our our mouth, pleading the blood of Jesus, taking it to a higher court, and in 2022, Roe v. Wade was overturned, I I, I don't know, oh, it was the Wilberforce story, I remember, I, I remember going to the Amazing Grace movie, Remember that movie about Wilberforce? Yeah.
1: Yes, I saw that a number of years ago. Now, was he? He was a parliamentarian, but before that, had he actually been involved in slave trading himself? Am I? Am no, it? that
3: was the man who who wrote the uh, Amazing Grace. Song. Okay, that
1: was the song. Okay,
3: yeah, that was the song by the slave trader John Newton. Okay. Will Wilberforce was the parliamentarian. Okay, and so that movie was Amazing Grace, and it was about uh, uh, it was about. Uh, um, uh, uh, William Wilberforce. And I got into the movie right before it started. Standing, uh, no seats left, just a couple of seats left. My wife and my daughter found two seats at the top, My, me and my friend. We were down at the bottom looking at that movie theater because there were no, uh, uh, that movie screen uh, looking up. And at the end of the movie, I was so moved. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. And said, Lou, you preached in a movie theater when you were first saved as a young man. Can you still do it? And so when the the credits were rolling and the credits were rolling and the bagpipes were playing at the end of that movie, I turn around. People are getting up off their chairs. I lift my hands. I turn around and said, let's pray.
1: Whoa, did you really?
3: And the whole place went silent. And I held a prayer meeting for about 30 seconds. <laughs> and I said, Lord, I thank you that I, 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 I thank you that you raised up this Wilbur force. But now I pray that you would raise up a Wilbur force in America to end the slave trade of abortion. Yeah. I wow. pray this publicly. And then I stagger out thinking, oh man, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> and a woman comes to me afterwards, I don't know her. And she says, I was thinking at the end of that movie, if that guy Lou Engel were here, his stand up, start preaching. <laughs> and then you did. When President Trump gave us those three judges, the Lord spoke to me. That wasn't just a neat thing you did in that meet, in, in that movie theater. I answered your prayers. President Whoa. Trump was your Wilberforce. Whoa. To end the slave trade. <laughs> no wonder the witches rose up worldwide, Steve to curse him because that was the blood altar of which witchcraft depends upon. Yeah. And then he gave us an embassy for Israel. I think things were happening in the spiritual realm and he was he he he, 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 he was like he was like the, 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 the steel rod in the spokes of the global movement. Yeah. And I think they're still cursing him. I'm not talking about who you vote for right now. I'm simply saying what was going on? So I went to the mall. I went to the mountains, fasted and prayed, said, God, do you want me to do anything to raise up prayer for the ending of, uh, 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 for for the breaking against this witchcraft? So on the third night, I have a dream. And, and as far as I can see, I see women coming from everywhere. Esther's. It was Estes Park. Some call it Esther's Park.
1: Oh, wow. Well, I, I didn't think about that. The Esther's. Estes Park is is that a form of the word Esther or is it just close to it and so it's like
3: well no that, but my wife looked it up I looked it up I can't even find it anymore and she found an article that said some people call Estes Park Esther's Park.
1: Oh okay.
3: Good. And I'm out in in a mountain house all alone fasting and I see as, in a dream as far as I could see women are coming from everywhere to hear the book of Esther be taught. Young and old and Steve, I, I could still feel it. I, I was said, I'm I'm looking at this thing. I'm looking at a revival. Yeah, an Esther revival. There's there's a buzz. What's going on? By the on? way,
1: when when was this? So when did this happen that you're just describing?
3: Right after President Trump was elected.
1: Okay, right after. Okay, that, that and, Me Too movement. Esther's park. Can you tell people where that is? I'm trying to yeah give some up in markers. the mountains
3: of Colorado Springs, Northern okay. Colorado. Okay, it's it. a famous, famous, famous park.
1: Yeah.
3: But, but so what happened was uh, um, in the dream, uh, I'm holding an old book, a bi- old Bible, which I now know what it means, that it was an ancient Mordecai call, that what I was watching with my eyes, I would be a Mordecai to call those Esthers into a time of great crisis in America where Haman's transgender bills and everything are going forward. There would be a time when the mamas of America, the women of America would rise up to save the nation. We we saw a prophetic word in 2014. A million women would go to the mall in D.C. and they would pray and groan Jeremiah 9 for their children. And when they go... It'll be the last stand for America, and they will weep and travail, and they will bring forth the children, of salvation, Jesus type of movement. So this, I lived since 2014, then this word in 2017, and so in 2017, I held a gathering of about 22,000 women on the mall in D.C., and then, uh, but it was just the forerunner. But I think we've come to the great crisis right now, Steve. We can't keep going on. Yeah. I mean, Dutch Sheets has said, this is the hinge of history year. Everyone senses we can't go into another another presidency or another time without a great spiritual awakening. And so in in the dream, a woman stands up and says, and these two words in the book of Esther actually mean Nazgul. N-A-Z-G-U-L. I explode out of that dream, Steve, and instantly I know know what it means because I watched that Lord of the Rings. I love that movie. Okay. The the third part of the Lord of the Rings, the Nazgul Witch King, is destroying all the armies of men and says, no man can kill me. But the king's daughter takes off her helmet, lets her hair down, and says, I am no man. And she pierces the Nazgul Witch King. I wake up and I know there is coming a massive movement of Esthers, women who will stand up in America. They'll travail for their children. They'll break witchcraft and they can turn a nation back to God. And so since 2017, this dream has been in my mind of a million women going to the mall in D.C. And we feel it's time, October the 12th. October the 12th in D.C., we're calling a million women. We don't know how many will hear or respond. We're nine months out, but we feel right now, literally the 12th will be one year out, at nine months. It's time of conception and moving into travail. I've been feeling. Yeah. And I'm, my wife just had a dream last night. In, in the dream, she was looking at a bookshelf, a lower bookshelf, and she sees a book. On the story of John Wimber, of the Vineyard Revival and Awakening. It was a love awakening. And in the dream, she's seeing this John Wimber book. She looks up and John Wimber appears to her. Whoa. And I felt like the Lord is saying, it's not just history. God's going to once again raise up the songs of love that the Vineyard carried, the wow. signs and the wonder. And then in some sense, out of the great cloud of witnesses, I believe this well of revival. We're in the days of the birthing. I believe of a new revival. And I've set myself this very week. I've been in nine months to say, Lord, can I see the birthing? Can I give myself to prayer and fasting for nine months to give us the great awakening and revival that we need so desperately? And so this is kind of where we're at, and we're moving forward uh, with the, the, the storyline. And the thing is that we have insisted from the beginning, it has to be October 12th.
1: And why tw- why October 12th?
3: Well, I've always loved 1012, Daniel 1012, okay. from the first day you set your face. i come, but the thing that captured me, because I'll never forget it, it was a year ago. I was saying, Lord. What day is the day of atonement?
1: Oh, okay.
3: When the blood is not just offered up for the individuals, but the, or the families of Passover, where on one day, the blood covers the sins of a whole nation. That was the day of atonement, where the priest would go in once a year and offer up the blood for the sins of a whole nation. And it was a do or die moment. Literally. If they don't pass, if the blood is not applied, the nation is lost. And I think, frankly, we're at this point. So I said, Lord, when is the Day of Atonement? October 12th, I looked it up, and it's a Saturday. And I said, Lord, I must do this on the Day of Atonement. So even last night, my friend had a dream. My friend of 40 years, Chris Berkman. In the dream, he sees a, 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 a table set. And there are like puzzles, different puzzles to this day. And one of the puzzles is the day is the Don't Mess With Our Kids movement. Yeah. Where women are rising up to fight for their children and for the what's going on in the schools. And they're grooming children into lifestyles that are horrifying. That the The transitioning, the transition storyline that we cannot go on this way. The horror stories that we're hearing, and in the in the dream, the the sound of "Don't mess with our kids" erupted, and it spread all over the nation. It was a sound, a powerful, powerful sound, and the song was being sung called "The Warrior" in his dream, and it's by Avril Levron or Avril Levine, and I don't think it's a Christian song, but it was a sound of war. Yeah. spiritual warfare, but was going vertical. Then there another puzzle and another song came forth called The Song of the Dream by Joan Baez. She was the narrative, narr- She was the singer of songs during the 60s and the dream, uh, the song the dream song is a powerful song of the man with the blue guitar and this song which is, is like the Sons of Thunder, it's the evangelist the sound of evangelism was exploding horizontally across the nation and it was a powerful song. But in the dream, the third puzzle and another song rose up and a woman named Charity Gale, who's written up what we call the anthem of the Great Communion Revival. Okay. It, 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 it's, about, it's about the blood that washes. And in this dream... In this dream, she began to sing this anthem of the great communion revival. And suddenly all the other sounds were swallowed up. And this song went up into heaven and carried it vertical into heaven. And we know what it is. It's the blood is our only hope. Oh. And on the day of atonement, we're going to take a communion gathering. Ma- women by the thousands. And their husbands, whosoever come, but a women's gathering of Esther. We believe that the blood will be applied to America. And maybe we'll see an outpouring of the Holy Spirit because the spirit always witnesses to the blood. And so this is our journey and we're mobilizing and it's weak. But we know that the sound can erupt in God. If he blows the trumpet, anything can happen.
1: That's it, Steve. So, so good. And then... um. Now, you know, let me just talk for a minute, because a few minutes ago you said, you know, we're not talking about the election or something. Of course, I often am talking about the election, and in the same way that they hated Trump before, they despise him more now than they did in 2017. And the same question is, what is it that they fear in Trump? Why are they so desperate? And he's clearly a man that's anointed. I don't hold back on that.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to elijahstreams.com/give.
1: So yeah. when people are praying and when they're asking the Lord to send laborers for the harvest, he's one of the laborers, one of the most important laborers for he's not pastor Trump. He'll never be pastor Trump. Right. You know, uh but he's a uh you know, he's a wartime president basically. But uh, you know, we, when we when we pray for labors for the harvest, that's the one I'm praying. That's one of the uh, ones that I'm praying for. But um, when you when you do the gatherings and when they're all there, because I went to the one uh, was it the the children on the mall, the teenagers on the mall. That was back in the '90s or something. That that was,
3: that was actually 2000. It will be 24 years ago when we go okay. to the
1: mall. 24 years ago. Wow. And are. Are you? Does are your prayers mainly consisting of storming heaven for Lord? Do this? Do you give? Do you give to the Lord talking points in any way? Like well, here, I hate that term. Not talking points. Do I? Do you? Do you give him things about Lord? Send laborers from the four corners of the earth to do, to help accomplish this. What? What? What are some of your wisdom thoughts on that?
3: I'm glad you're bringing this up because you see. It's interesting. We believe that 2000, in 2001, 450,000 young people gathered together. The Lord spoke to us very clearly. It was about the Supreme Court and that we needed a pro-life president to give us pro-life judges. So when the hanging chads took place, remember they're in Florida?
1: Oh yeah, down in Florida.
3: The Supreme Court overruled the Supreme Court of Florida. They, George Bush would not have been elected, but we believe we gained in that gathering. We gained in that gathering authority that literally over the Supreme Court, that literally gave us the victory. Now, not alone, many people were praying, but God, Dutch Sheets came to me the day before and said, I showed him the schedule and Dutch, my friend said, I didn't bring all my people to do this. I brought him here to pray. <laughs> I think that's just so intense. And I went back to my to uh, to my uh, to my uh, 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 condo in DC facing the Supreme Court building. And I, I went down, got on my face, it just wept and wept. And I said, God, forget, forget the schedule. I don't care if we stay on our faces in the rain for 12 hours, I know you'll be moved by that. Yeah. And I'm weeping. My son, thirteen-year-old boy, came in, b- began weeping with me. And I, the uh, the Lord had me turn my scriptures to Psalm 82. The Lord presides over the great assembly. <laughs> he judges the judges. And I and I didn't understand that. The, I understand now that God was holding a court session in heaven, judging the the gods, and He was judging the judges george bush though he didn't do a whole there was a lot of stuff that didn't work too well what he gave us was a judge named john roberts who went awol for a while yeah and he gave us judge alito who became the voice the man that was the hinge of history for the ending of roe v wade in the court in the case
1: really he was a hinge
3: He was the hint. We dreamed. We dreamed. Pray for the man from New Jersey. He will be the next justice. And sure enough, when we found out that Alito was from New Jersey, we began to pray him in. Whoa. One of our young girls had a dream that the next justice would be a man named John Roberts. We knew nothing. So we prayed John Robertson. We've dreamed. Our team there in D.C. has dreamed. They dreamed, Gorsuch, that a champion will rise up. Cindy Jacobs said to Matt Lockett, and my friend, who ran that ministry there all those years in front of the Capitol, yeah. Cindy Jacobs said, hold that seat that Obama wants to fill. Hold, You must hold the seat and a champion will come. So they stood there day after day in front of the Supreme Court said, we will not allow this seat to be opened to President Obama's appointment we hold it open for their champion when the judge when uh, 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 when uh, um, President Trump g- got his opportunity on the short list was a man named Corsuch whose name means champion Whoa. and so they begin to pray and they claim the champion and then when uh, when Amy Comey Barrett came, before she even on the short list, my friend Matt had a dream that he was with Vice President uh, Pence's wife, and she was all concerned about the Supreme Court. And in this dream, he goes to her and says, Don't worry, remember the name, Amy Coney Barrett. Really? <laughs> so they, pray, wow. this is our story. Man. And so we're at another place right now that because you're asking the question we must gain a non-transgender president and cindy jacobs has prophesied that we are to pray for a wartime president because yeah oh she did
1: and, and that, then when,
3: I, when was that
1: word just clarify just when recently. that word
3: just, just a few recently. months ago okay and i had a dream as i i think i told you in january the during the january 6 craziness yeah that i was the that I was the president of the United States, and I know that's not about me being president. That's about the church gaining a position of yeah.
1: authority. Yeah,
3: and I believe right now, and in this dream, there was a massive gathering on the mall. It's got to be this one that we're talking. Yeah, it does. It does. It's a massive. I couldn't see the people, but I would, I knew there were a thousand, maybe a million people, and in the dream there was chaos chaos all around me, chaos in the administration. I didn't know what to do. So I come up to the podium because I'm supposed to speak and I don't know what to say. I say to myself, I don't know what to say. He said, well, you gotta say something. I go up there and I lift my hands and the massive crowd begins chanting, roaring, revival, revive. I think we could be in a revival reformation moment if the church gains authority. With yeah. fasting and prayer. Yeah. I think for me to be on this fo- on this call right now this is a genesis moment. This is a birthing moment to carry this thing like we have never carried for the next 9 months. God, break give us a president. Give us a congress that will stand against the moral decline and give us revival, awakening. Mm-hmm. That's my story and I'm believing and, and that's, really good. that's you know, and
1: I did I didn't, you know, I said a few minutes ago, he's a wartime president. I didn't know Cindy had had a, a directive to pray for a wartime president. I did not know that. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. And Of course, at our 222 conference that we're coming up uh, on February 22nd, we hold them, we hold these conferences. And it's always been about Isaiah twenty two twenty two. I'll give you the keys on your shoulder. What you open, no one will shut. What you shut, no one will open. We, we, I believe, even in this conference, something of a door is going to open and possibly to the presidency. It's interesting. A couple of years ago, the Lord spoke to us, Steve, and, yeah. he, and he spoke to us and he, and he said, um, he said, next year in Jerusalem, you'll hold communion. You'll hold communion on Passover. Because we're carrying this thing called the Great Communion Revival. But the COVID had shut down. Israel was completely shut down. And we thought well are we gonna have to are we gonna have to uh, hold it somewhere else but no we prayed next year in jerusalem on 222 at the conference israel on that very moment shuts down all the restrictions of travel and a really? door opens and that sheets is, and my numbers have always been 222 keys of authority I felt like the Lord spoke to me, name this conference authority over a nation. To him who overcomes, I'll give an authority. And I believe that this conference on the 22nd to the 25th, Dutch will be preaching on the 25th. Cindy Jacobs will be there. And Jonathan Kahn, which I would like to connect you with. I don't know if you've ever connected with Jonathan Kahn. I have. I
1: haven't connected with him, no.
3: He's blown my mind away. He's coming on the first night because I've been rocked by his three books. And I would encourage people to read. The Harbinger was amazing, but three books. Three books called, uh, 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 the first one was called, um, uh, oh, I forget what it was called. The second one is is, uh, uh, The Return of the Gods. And the third book is The Josiah Mandate, the, the manifesto. It's so interesting. His templates, the brilliance with dates, he puts all together this sovereign picture. Wow! And in the first one, uh, uh, I'm just trying to look at a, here on my uh, uh, on my books. The first one, he basically tells the template of Clinton, Clinton, Hillary, and he traces the whole Elijah storyline. Really, and that Trump. Was the Jehu. And he traces the whole thing. He's not putting, he's not trying to smash Clinton or Hillary or all, but he basically said this was, this is the Elijah story. And that when, uh, that, that literally, this is when all that Elijah, the uh, Jezebel culture rolled in and God raised up Trump as a Jehu. Not a professional, but a military wartime
1: to challenge
3: the gods. And then the second uh, book is called Return of the Gods. It's part of what I feel that the Lord is speaking to me right now uh, powerfully. It tells how the culture of Baal, Molech, and Ishtar. Ishtar was the Mesopotamian ancient goddess the of the, uh, of the Mesopotamian, early Mesopotamian goddess. she was the goddess of transgenderism really? she was the goddess of, uh, of sexual immorality. she was the goddess of homosexuality. He God does the most remarkable story and even way back hundreds, thousands of years ago, her month was the month of June and in the month of June, the the men would would walk, dress in women's clothes, and carry colored flags, and dancing in the streets. He says these ancient gods and goddesses have come back to repossess America. It's mind, but it's not good news. Well,
1: and that's why the, all of these this push for uh, transgender and get, uh, homosexual pride, blah blah blah, is always in, June, in the month of June.
3: Exactly, that's her month you read about the Stonewall entrance he says the Stonewall movement was the entrance of the goddess it is a most brilliant book and, and but it's really bad news it's in America has been repossessed by the ancient gods they were when the gospel exploded uh, in the early church and over history the gods went into the into hiding yeah they were into the dark groves in the back alleys but now they are on the front of all the media and they've repossessed because the church basically got rid of God. I mean, the nation said we don't want God and demons seven times worse have come to repossess it in America. But he says this, the epilogue was rocked my world. The epilogue said this, I was, I would, i w- I'd never write epilogues for my books. I wasn't going to write one for this one, but something happened on the day I ended the manuscript. Roe v. Wade was overturned. <laughs> And it was a sign that if the church would rise up right now and take a stand, she could actually see a reversal and a return of God back to America. And the book, so I'm having him come and share the story. And I met with him on the day of atonement this past year. Our hearts were joined together. He told, tells the whole story. And I realized we were carrying an intercessory movement behind everything of his sovereign template. And I think, frankly, Steve, this, um, this will be 24 years. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Psalm 24. Clean hands and a pure heart, a, a people that will go with pure passion, devotion, hunger for God. They will gain authority over the hill. And I felt the Lord speak to me recently, Steve, when he said this, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? And I thought he was talking about the church. He was gaining authority by clean hands and a pure, gaining a place of authority. But he said, "Who will gain the? Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? What president? Who will get to the hill of the Lord? It depends on a people. It's twenty-four years after we went to D.C.
1: Yeah,
3: a people that will gain authority to place summoning authority." that could actually save this nation. Yeah. So that's my story, Steve. I'm on a journey. I feel like it could be my last call. Uh,
1: how let me ask you this um uh at some point do people start registering this for this how, how Oh yes. Fund, how is your fundraising going for cuz I I think at one point you said it ate, it might be 6 to plus to 10 million dollars to
3: get what 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 would be the cost and how are we doing on that? well, well it, it, in reality it's been a great challenge and literally yeah. you're the one you're the one that, that birthed it we're nine months out and we're in a fresh new beginning but when I did the call in DC yeah. sometimes I think God works this way because we depend so much on our social media we uh, rather than getting a hold of God just yeah. this, yeah. this, this past day was a birthing moment. Everything is coming into alignment. A fresh website is rolling. When I did the call 24 years ago, I mobilized for a whole year. And I came up. I remember being in Canada, Steve, kneeling on my knees and said, God, it's not going to happen. It's dead. I surrender. Only you can raise this from the dead. And that next day, Cheon came to me and said, Lou, the Lord spoke to me to help you put those kids on the mall do you want me to help you that moment wow. all the apostolic alignment took place it was literally 7 months and in 7 months we mobilized 450,000 because the alignment of the apostles and the prophets were working wow. in and i feel we're in another moment we're 9 months out and i'm i'm encouraged at at times i've been shaken my uh, my faith has been shaken but uh, but we've come to the resolve it's going to be on the day of atonement. And I, I, I do want to say this, though I do want to say we believe that it's critical. Uh, it, it's critical that the church rises up and votes. Yeah. But more, the most critical is that the church would seek God again. Yeah. yeah. Sink her with all of her heart. Yeah. And I want to call the people watching what if we gave ourselves to nine months? Of carrying this baby of revival yeah, and reformation. Yeah, we're right at the this is the the p- t- period to carry
1: the baby, and it's and it's born on that day in, in October, uh October 12. Yeah, Day of Atonement.
3: Jeremiah 9. Steve, it was Jeremiah 9, nine months. We just had a dream given to us that we had nine holes, nine holes to play. That we're halfway through this 18 okay. months ago. Oh, we okay. 18 months. And we feel that the Lord has given the timetable. You must carry this baby. Jeremiah nine. Call the wailing women. Get travail. This is the word Bob Jones gave to me. That you're responsible for 100,000 LGBT to be saved and transformed by the power of God. I shared this the last time, and I fasted. We fasted 40 days the beginning of this past year. 40 days, and 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 then at the end I said, God. How can I win 100,000 LGBT? And he gave me that dream. I said, give me a dream tonight. And he gave me the dream. He said, Delta factor, two words, delta factor. I didn't know what it meant. So I said, Lord, if I'm your friend, tell me what delta factor means. Give me another dream. And in the dream, I see a general, which I think this is a general's assignment, a military operation from heaven. And in the dream, there is a, a general that walks by me and I said, excuse me, sir, what's the Delta factory? He said, it's a leader of a million. Oh, I really? believe these million women are going to give birth to like women crying, mothers crying for their kids that have gone into these lifestyles and they're, they're wailing for their children. What if on that day, a million women would gather or 500,000? I don't know. I'm believing for a million. And they would try give us our children. And God would give us something stronger than the rebellion of the 60s. Who knows? That's the big question, Steve. That's the question of Joel 2. Who knows? God may turn and relent. And Esther, who knows for such a time as people will say, Well, how do you know? All I know is this. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna keep following the prophetic storyline, the Elijah. List.
1: You've always done that. You've always followed a storyline. You God keeps giving you dreams and dreams and dreams. And he he kinda leads, you know, there's that old song he leads his dear children along. It's an oldie.
0: Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today.
1: Um, but uh, some through the fire, some through the flood, some through Something but all through the blood. Something, do you know that one?
3: Wow, yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, we're all going through these different things, but everybody goes through the blood, you know, and that's what's coming to me right now. But he keeps giving you these pieces, you know, some of us through the fire, some through the flood, some through, I don't remember the third one, but all through the blood. well, I
3: got to get that.
1: Maybe you could find that song. Yeah, I'll find that for you. I shouldn't take me too long. Yeah, that's really really good. Those those words just resonate with you.
3: you oh, know? because you you think about it, you know. You think you do the big gathering, and you think this is it. No. Yeah. My movie of my whole life is the Field of Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go the distance.
1: You got to go the distance, and the, that whole thing was Kevin Costner's character. He had to take one step at a time, and he kept he didn't have to give up. And his wife would try and support him, and then they're going to lose the farm. And then they had to say, do we still believe, you know? And that's exactly. right, right when it looked like it was all over with. Then, then the other guy, uh, I can't think of his uh, African-American guy, suddenly he believes. And that, yes. that gives him a new shot in the arm. I can't think of his name. Um, that's such a, uh, that's Christ, such a great move.
3: Christy Johnson, and Nate and Christy Johnson are real friends, are real prophetic people. I'd love you to connect with them. At, two nights ago she had a dream three times she doesn't know it's my story. At three she hears the audible voice three times in a dream If Whoa. you build it, they will come really if you build it they will come.
1: And was he talking about this? was it about this Yeah because she's
3: engaged completely engaged with me see in 2000 in 2000 when we did the call. I was watching the movie The Field of Dreams with my kids. I'd yeah. always get a good cry. Yeah. And the door, a knock on the door, and I said, kids, I gotta go to the door. I turned the the, the show off. I go to the door, a man's there with a box of donuts. I don't know. He says, I just felt like it was to bring donuts to you. I bless you. Thank you. I was closing the door and he says, This thing you're doing in DC is awesome, isn't it? I said, I think so. He says, If you build it. They will come. It's been, it's been my story. Same thing. Was that this someone, was
1: someone you knew or someone you didn't know?
3: No, it, it was a friend, but he didn't know anything. I'm watching wow. the movie at the very time. Oh, then,
1: wow. then
3: we did the Coliseum with Azusa now. We went to the the stadium, and they brought in their historian to talk to us about the place. He talked about Billy Graham filling that uh, 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 the Coliseum in L.A. And then he turns to me, looks at me, he says, "If you build it." They will come i'm just going to try keep trying and it, it actually the whole movie is really if you build it he will come so good
1: oh. so,
3: you know we we
1: support you know you've, you've seen some of our spots where all the wells are dug well that the foundation there's a our friends that we've known for twenty some years they went and built a village from scratch in uganda uh and they called it it's now called the field of dreams that's where that's all those things are built around the field of dreams and we put in one well after one another after we put in 200 wells now all around the field of dreams if you build it they will come well guess what they're starting up churches now where we do where we have the wells we built a couple of really nice churches out there as well and uh you know yeah that's the same thing you know it's That's just fun to watch God do it, but so well. It's fun. The thing about it is, it would be more fun if it was, if it was, already all paid for and everybody was coming. Or would it be as fun? You know, to trust Him all the way along. You know,
3: sounds like you're doing it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> what a time! Well, I'm I'm happy to walk with this through with you, uh, Lou, and uh, thank um, you it's just thanks really, for letting me share today oh absolutely i mean it's we need the shot in the arms too we need to keep hearing from you and get updates and now people are listening and watching and you'll pass this around there are people out there and i'm just going to say it that are multi multi multi-millionaires for one person or two people that two people could pay this whole bill and it'd be done but god may or may not uh, do it that way he may just take a million people giving a buck each you know what i mean but but if God so puts it on someone's heart to pay for the whole thing, I don't think you'd turn it down, would you?
3: <laughs> I, I, we, we would be like those who dreamed. Yeah. Our mouth is <laughs> filled with laughter and our yeah. tongues shouts of joy.
1: Well, <laughs> we'll see. You know, it'll just be fun to look back on this and see how God finally put it together. So uh, you
3: you put your faith into it, and I, I thank you, Steve. And I just I I I love Elijah List and I'm, I'm very grateful. Uh, you know, today is very special because you know, I we had our list of topics. I yeah. felt like I felt like it was just a river.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It just flowed everything. You know, I think we kind of hit most of them. Uh, but it's we know we didn't have to go through notes. I looked at it and I thought, no, we're doing that. Then I looked at it, uh, no, we're doing we're already doing that. So by the way, the Emily looked this up. That song is called God Leads Us Along. Uh, if you happen to have the author on that, um, Emily, you may or may not have that, but I, I'd love the those words. It's some through the fire, some through the flood, something. The third one, it, but all through the blood. We'll get those. I'll get those lyrics for you. Uh, oh, it's G A. Author is G A. Young, Y O U N G. But I'll we'll get the lyrics for you, um, unless you pop it up there in about two seconds by any chance, Emily. Then I'll read it right here on the air. We'll see if she does that. So. Um, I, I that thing is just flowing through my spirit while we're talking. I don't know how I got there. Oh, she said she closed the page, so she she can't get back to it right now. So I'll I'll get it to you.
3: You know, if if it, it. It, 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 just for a moment, we had a, we had dreams. Uh, my friend, who's been a prophet to me for forty years, dreamed nineteen years ago, saw a woman, a, a, like a mystic woman, on the shore shores of California. She had a treasure box and she opened up and words came out like incense and said, Lou Engle now has the gift of faith for the great communion revival. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Then I went up to Bill Johnson up there into Bethel. And while I was there, this is maybe 15 years ago, 12, 15 years ago, I had a dream. And I said, uh, I said to Bill, where can you catch fish along the Sacramento River? And he said, you can catch fish where the river turns red. Whoa. (laughs) I ran down the river. The river turned red. And fishermen were all along the banks catching fish. And what happened was I called the dream the Redding of America. It's on the Sacramento. It's the river of the sacrament. It's the revival of the blood. And when the revival of the blood comes... Oh, they're gonna catch fish like we've never fished.
1: Oh man, i <laughs> would Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I you say I I'd longed to have. Um, I I was alive and kicking, and even a teenager during the Jesus movement, but I totally missed it. Uh, I got in on the tail end of it, in that I ended up going to Greg Laurie's church, but um, i But I'd always said I kind of missed the whole Jesus movement, and they would say about that movement. That you just had to sneeze and people would come to the Lord. The spirit was so strong in those days, for evangelism and for revival. And I just said, man, I hope there's another Jesus movement, but let it be ten times, a hundred times that. You know, let us, you know, let. It just would be so fun, to see people just completely turning their life around, or the Holy Spirit doing it. Of course, you know. I I,
3: I think so. I think so. I think. I think we're in the days where the emphasis of it will be the Lamb of God that takes away the sins. We're not the pulpits, but yeah. the, the Lamb at this. I did a communion gathering for Colorado, 3,500 people. And I put the communion table in the center of the auditorium. And we all gathered around the table with our backs to the stage. It's one of the. Really? Club- I would. I felt like this. Do it according to the pattern you see in heaven. When the lamb becomes the center, this is when God. There's. This is when the great harvest will come, and we have dream after dream. And what happened was, I'll I'll finish the story. Uh, I went to Israel two years ago and held that communion. I came back and came back to Colorado, and I had a dream. And in the dream, I'm trying to tell Bill Johnson. The original dream about the blood in the Sacramento River. And I had read a book by Benny Johnson. His wife called The Power of Communion. It's what rocked us and sent us to our journey to Israel. Wow. And and she lived her life in communion. The power over witchcraft of her cult through the blood. And in this dream, I'm trying to tell him the original dream. And I'm just, I can't, I have headphones on. And I can't remember the dream. I'm frustrated. I take my headphones off, which I now know is, you better listen to me now, Lou." And in the dream, once I took my headphones off, clearly I shared the dream again with Bill Johnson, where he can catch fish along the Sacramento River. And, and, and in the dream, I start weeping. And I said, Bill, it's the great communion revival. Nice. So I wake up out of this dream. I can't get this off my mind. Benny Johnson has cancer at the time. So right before she passed away, and I got a hold of Bill and I said, Would you allow me to come and just take 20 minutes just to have communion with Benny Johnson? And that and, and to thank her for what she gave, her legacy of the great communion revival. Wow. And I, I I said, would you mind, he says, she can't take long. She's not well, but we would love you to come. So I flew to Redding. I flew to Redding. And uh, the night before I took communion with about 20 people at the Sacramento River. We just pulled over. There was a little sign there by the river. And it said the, rust, the, uh, the uh, rusty red dirt. And he says, you, you look aside over here where the cliffs are, it's red dirt. And when it rains, the red, I, it, it, the river turns red. I'm at the place where the river turns red, and next to it is the power center producing power. Really, Sacramento oh, yeah. River. We
1: Gee. took
3: communion there at that river. The next morning, I went to Bill's place, and Benny was there. She was not well, but she was very alert. And I said, Benny, I've come here. Uh, n- to take communion, if you would t- lead me in communion. And I didn't come here primarily to pray uh, for your healing, though I want to, be- we want to believe for your healing. But I want to pray that if you pass away, you would lay your hands upon me, that I would carry your legacy of communion revival as far as I can. I know we took communion. We took communion and she laid her and she prayed for me. And I think Bill said that was almost like her last supper, last real, uh, last real time. Uh, and I went to her funeral, uh, to, her, to her memorial. And then this was birth of a million women. And I'm, I, I, what if this is her legacy? Yeah. A million women carrying the blood of Jesus to break witchcraft through salvation maybe this is that and i've said to bill i'm believing her legacy will explode on that day on the day of atonement october 12th
1: wow (laughs) that's amazing hey thank you for sharing that that's that's quite a story uh man i love that good stuff that we we never would have heard had you not been here to tell us that that's so good So that's amazing. Well, uh, Lou, you'll feel like just uh, praying as we close out and pray for the people that their their faith would be built in, or seal this in. Because I know their faith is built with this. So.
3: Yes. Thank you. And again, thank you for Elijah List. Absolutely. We just had a dream. And in the dream, the Lord said, two of my favorite intercessors were Elijah and Esther. Oh, wow. Father, I pray right now, mm. even as I pray, yeah. nine months out. That a spirit of intercession, yeah, a prophetic understanding of a new motivation to draw us out of this culture, yeah. this 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 morass, this spiritual mud. We can hardly move in some ways. I am asking Spirit of Revival, yes, sir. mantle of Frank Bartleman, the Azusa. Would you stir up? The Elijah, Elisha intercessions. And would you stir up the esters? Yeah. I'm asking you, God, even as I'm praying, that there's something would come upon all those watching. The nine months, God, the baby of reformation, Lord, transformation, elections, revival, something supernatural would be birthed. I am asking for a divine moment, even of conception. This very moment, in Jesus' name, a Genesis moment will come right now. Lord, when you would speak to the chaos, let there be light. Yes, I'm God. asking you would loose dreams, prophetic activity that stirs us and activates us into a new day of faith where we're no longer just living for the next thing and trying to assuage our consciences and trying to fill the emptiness with social media and all. Oh, let the spirit of revival, let a spirit of fasting and prayer, not by works, but the breath of God. I pray that God, all those watching, that this would be when the day dawns and the shadows flee. Set a seal upon our hearts, a love stronger than death, the very flame of YAH. Love stronger than death, oh God, that many waters yeah, can express love. Save America. Save this nation. Send revival and bring reformation, I pray in the name of Jesus. I bless those watching. That, God, they would dream your dreams and you would stir up their children. And that, God, many mothers would be even listening. They would cry to you and you would begin to visit their children sovereignly like a Jesus awakening of the days of Greg Glory, the days of the Jesus revolution yes, way sir. beyond. We pray in Jesus name. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Lou, thank you so much. God bless you. It's always such a pleasure. We'll have you back on before long. Okay. Before you know us. So keep the faith. You're doing great. Uh, we encourage you all to like, please keep Lou in your prayers as well. That he'll continue to be strengthened for this task. So, a yes. uh, quick uh, reminder that you're seeing us on Wednesday, Thursday, tomorrow for you. Uh, Charlie Shamp will be with us. We missed him uh, on the on the Tuesday. <laughs> I've got all the days mixed up. Uh, we had to switch him out. Anyway, he'll be with you in the morning. So, all right, everybody, have a great day. Thanks again, Lou. We'll see y'all right. all later. Love Bye-bye. You, man. Bye. Love you, man.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams Podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at eleven AM Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.